Welcome to The Rutledge Perspective. I am your host, Laurel Rutledge, and this show is where we talk about the things that are top of mind as you navigate your career, whether corporate or otherwise. The plan is to get you out of your rut and talk you back off that ledge with insights and perspectives on the daily grind. Welcome to the village. Today on The Rutledge Perspective, we are talking about conviction. At the beginning of the year, I had three words that I designated as my words for 2020. They were clarity, conviction, and compassion. And here on the podcast and and on the radio show, we've talked a great deal about clarity. The need for clarity as you build your business, the need for clarity with your teams or those you lead, and the need for clarity as you decide what you want to do in your career. We've also talked about compassion and contrast to emotion and the power of compassion and its ability to help you understand the person or the situation and to mold your perspective to keep the people in mind, even in the face of tough decisions. But we haven't really talked as much about conviction. So when was the last time that you were challenged about a position you had taken? Think back to that time and place. What was the situation? What was going on? Where were you? So get that in your mind. And now think about that time and when you were challenged and what was your response? Did your perspective change or did you stand your ground? Did you argue? Did you back down? Did you walk away? How convicted were you in your position? So keep that in mind as I talk a little bit more. So conviction in its simplest form is a firmly held belief or opinion at its base. And we all have beliefs and opinions, all of us. And our first beliefs and opinions are formed by the the adults around us usually. And those beliefs are then supported or negated by our experiences as we grow up. So our opinions tend to travel the same trajectory, although they're contrary to beliefs. Opinions are not always based on fact or evidence. And as we move through our lives and our careers, our beliefs and our opinions get stronger and more deeply seated into who we are and how we see the world. And how we see the world impacts how we respond. The challenge we have with conviction is that it can be really hard to stick with your convictions, especially in the face of direct challenge. And yet we need to be challenged in order to know our convictions are our convictions. As I say, you know, perspective, the one way to really know your perspective is to have somebody challenge it. So one of the best things you can do to strengthen your convictions is to have someone in your village who is willing to challenge you while they also have your best interest in mind. And I had that opportunity over the weekend. I was able to hang out with a dear friend of mine that I've known for a very, very long time. And I talked, I've talked about him before. We've had a ten, we have a tendency to be polar opposites on many things, but we also have an appreciation for each other's perspectives. And we have a desire to understand, which is critical in this type of situation, in this type of conversation. And he is an amazing sales guy. It is, it is his calling. It is in his wheelhouse. And it's not that sleazy snake oil type of salesperson, but someone who really enjoys the process. And while he is extremely confident, like he walks into a room knowing that the deal is his to lose. It is not his to win because he's going to win unless he does something intentionally to lose it. But he's also humble enough to know that he needs to prepare and that preparation is the key to success. So we started talking about a bunch of stuff like we always do. But among them was how I was positioning my business. And I really value his opinion. 
and, and he wanted to know which clients were my ideal clients and how I was showing up on my show and what are some of the things I was wanting to do. And, and he said to me, you know, you have to decide who you want to be. If you want to be more controversial, that's okay. Cause he does listen to the show. He said, just know that it can take longer to build your business because you're going to turn off some people. And he said, you know, if you want to be the Rush Limbaugh, then that's okay. But just understand what that means. And as we talked more and more about it, the issue came down to conviction because he's exactly right. You have to decide which position you're going to take and understand, as I've said many, many times, positions and choices have consequences, both good and bad. And the more we talked, the more I was clear that I agreed with his position and I was firm in my conviction around where I was going to stand. In June after, and this is where this all started, is he had watched a show where I was much more passionate about an issue than usual. And in June, after the George Floyd murder, I made a live video and I intended the video to just be a check-in for about three to five minutes. That's all it was intended to be. And it was actually intended to be in a private group that I'm in. I ended the video 25 minutes later and I had recorded it on my business page unintentionally, but there really aren't any accidents. Because the reality is the video was exactly how I was feeling and exactly my position on where we are at the moment socially. And my friend pointed out that the video had a lot of sizzle and a lot of hot responses and emotion. And he was exactly right. It was. It wasn't unprofessional because I'm rarely unprofessional, but it was much more raw than anything I'd posted in the past. And his point was that there would be people who would be turned off by that and therefore not have the benefit of my expertise because they were offended by the emotion. And again, he was challenging the timing of my willingness to be so adamant about my clients and with whom I do business when I'm in the process of growing the business, of really building something from the ground up. And again, I agree. And here's the deal. If you want to work with me, you need to know who you're working with. I am an expert in my field and I've worked my tail off and been through fire. I could write a book to become the expert that I am. And there are many, many people who do what I do, but none of them do it the way I do it because there's only one me. But I'm also more than my expertise. I am a woman. I'm a black woman. I am a sister, a daughter, a friend. I am fiercely loyal and compassionate. I tend to be an extremist when it comes to having a balanced perspective. So if someone's way on one end, I will tend to pull the exact opposite because there generally tends to be two different sides to something. I am fiercely loyal. And in those areas where I've decided to land, I land firm and stay there until such time as the evidence causes me to reevaluate. And I am always willing to reevaluate. For me, facts and all the facts, not just the ones that support my opinion, are important to me. And I also am willing to own my own opinions, even when they're contrary to the facts. And I own them knowing that they're flawed. And there are very few of those, by the way, because I tend to be a data person. I also believe that not all money is good money. I don't believe that you should sell anything at any cost. It's one of the reasons I got out of professional services. I don't believe you just sell stuff to clients just because that's the latest sale. And what have you done for me lately? Because I believe you sell people what they need. And if they don't need it, you tell them. Because when they do need something else, they will come back to you because they trust you. Because you had them in mind first. You have to tell the truth to people. And you have to do so with clarity and with compassion. It is not necessary to be ugly when telling the truth. It's just not. And I believe if you lead with service, prosperity comes. But you still have to do the work. So what does all this have to do with you? Well, everything. (laughs) Everything. Conviction is everything. 
When we're working for someone else, our convictions are challenged on a daily basis. Who we are told to hire, who we're told to put on a project, who we're told to fire, how we're trained to talk to clients or employees, what truth, quote unquote, we're directed to give that protects the company first and then lets the chips fall where they may with employees or with clients. What are we compelled to do just to keep a job? And the challenges are even more pronounced in the face of change or poor economic conditions because fear is a powerful motivator. And those organizations that lead with fear and motivate with fear are the ones that have people who are no longer making really good decisions and being really innovative because they're afraid of the consequences. And if you're afraid of consequences, if you're afraid of losing your job, you're more likely to just go with the flow. And that is a huge hindrance to innovation and creativity. If you're afraid of not getting that promotion, if you're likely to justify your message or actions just to win the game, that's a place that is not comfortable to sit. But if you're constantly pushing your convictions to the side, are they really convictions in the first place? Or are they just adjustable positions? And if they are convictions, what are you willing to risk to stand in them? Because there will be risk when your convictions are contrary to the company line or if they're contrary to the customer base you're trying to, to attack and to, to enter. And the same is true if you're running your own business. What convictions are you sticking to and what are you willing to risk? And among those who are willing to risk losing customers to stand by their convictions that are unpopular, what does that mean for them? And what does that mean for the growth of their business? And more importantly, what does that say about you and your message? So while there's truly risk to standing in your convictions, I would argue that the greater risk is in having no position at all. If you're way flexible so that you just go with the flow, go where the wind blows, as they say, how can people trust you? Because remember, people will listen to what you say, but they will believe what you do. And if your actions demonstrate that you will go with whatever's popular, even if it leaves everyone else behind, your ability to build teams or build a business or develop a good customer base that's loyal will be very difficult. Almost anything can work for short periods of time, but in the end, who we are determines how we rise. So if you don't have someone in your village who can challenge you and make you stronger, go find somebody today and be that person to someone else. There is no greater gift you can give yourself and give to someone else than truth that is delivered with a true desire for the other person's success. So understand your convictions. What are they? Why are they? Are they truly convictions or are they just positions of the moment? And be that village for someone else and find folks who are going to challenge you. It's going to make you stronger. It's going to make you better. And it's going to support the vision that you have for yourself. And that's the Rutledge perspective for today. I hope it made sense and that it made you think a little bit. Please definitely reach out. If there's something you want us to cover, we'll do that. Thank you for listening. You have been listening to The Rutledge Perspective. Thank you for tuning in. If we've given you a new perspective or helped you clarify your own, please give us a five-star rating. You can find more information about this and other episodes of the show on laurelrutledge.com podcast. And you can subscribe to the show where you get your favorite podcasts. You can also follow me on social media. Oh, and if there's someone you think would enjoy or benefit from the Rutledge perspective, please pass it along. Thank you for tuning in.